0: Good morning, and get up, now count me in. Housie, uh, Ed and Aaron, Housie, Ed and Aaron.
1: Call her on your radio now, for Housie, Ed and Aaron. Housie, Ed and Aaron, here is a podcast. Uh, the, when do you have the talk with your teenage boys about you-know-what? Housie's uh, in that world. Uh, Aaron's daughter, much younger, and, but oof, coming in, very, very feisty. What do you do for the public meltdowns? We've all been there, and the Premier is going to join us as well.
2: The Husey
3: Ed
4: and Aaron podcast.
2: So, teenage boys, uh, what to do with them is the question. Uh, our son, our oldest uh, child, is about to turn 15, or he will at the end of April. Uh, he's a good lad, fair he to is. say. Good lad. He's, he's grown tall. He's six foot two now. So, Gosh. he pats me on the top of the head. Uh, But he's still, uh, still, uh, you know, still immature in many ways. Yeah, he's still a baby at that age. Yeah. So uh, we like watching comedy movies together. It's a thing we do, or comedy series. So... We love we love uh, Ted, you know the movies Ted, Ted and right. oh, Ted right. yes. Two, very funny, good fun. There's some adult concepts. It's um, a teddy bear and uh, who's the bloke that was in it? Mark Wahlberg. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so that's become a TV series, and yeah. uh, they've swapped out Mark Wahlberg for basically a younger version of Mark Wahlberg, who's pretty much doing a Mark Wahlberg impersonation, yeah, but right. he's 16. Mm. And this, the series is set in the early 90s. They do that a lot with shows,
3: don't they? Like Young Sheldon. And, they set them. Yeah, yeah. They take, yeah.
2: Anyway, so it's, uh, and the, I watched the first episode I watched with him the other night. Um, this is how it was set up. They're walking into a video store back right. when they were a right. thing. Mm. And uh has to have a listen to this. It's hey, Eddie.
5: Yeah? You ever seen a porno? Yeah, I saw a lot of them when I was out in Hollywood. They're as awesome as people say. They are, Johnny.
2: <laughs> so, so already, all right, I'm on the couch, my son, and the, the, it's, the whole episode is about, you know, 16-year-old that Johnny and, and Ted, the teddy bear, trying to get themselves a porno from the local video store and they have to, like, get some fake ID. And anyway, it's very funny. But they end up getting a, a porno and uh, they get it home and their parents are out and then they, are put, they brothers. I don't, I haven't. <laughs> so confused by their I dynamic. don't know how. It, so Ted
1: is the teddy bear that came just, he, it was yeah. his childhood teddy bear, Erin, yes, that just right. came to life. So now they're best friends. Oh,
2: they're best friends. Okay, that's a yeah, bit more so comfortable he, than so like, actually, yeah, he is a actually, teddy in a position of power. So this 16-year-old is playing a young Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it is. Oh, the he, young Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, right. Well, he's doing yes. a good job. He's, he's actually <laughs> got <laughs> the impersonation spot on. Exactly. So that's great. I thought he was just ripping off Mark Wahlberg. But now I know that <laughs> he's actually to his main job. What, 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 yeah,
1: it's a pretty hardcore cool part only of the job. premise <laughs> to have missed. <laughs> what is wrong
2: with And this guy doing Ted's just doing a rip-off of the guy who did the teddy bear. He watched a couple episodes without me. So this is my my introduction to the no, series no, fair still it's fairly obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty hard to follow. <laughs> anyway, so, so there I'm there on the couch with my son, and then uh, it's it's a comedy, so it's not hardcore yeah. at all. But they, they, this, this is a little bit of the audio of them oh, two God. watching this porno. Oh,
4: here we go.
5: It's a weird thermometer. Hey, that's funny. I, I thought they only took your temperature like that when you were a baby. Yeah, that's that's not. He's a... like pulling it in and out. It's never gonna get an accurate reading like
2: that. Yeah, it's I felt <laughs> awkward. <laughs> so wait, what was the thermometer? Well, to have a think about it. I, I we didn't see it, thankfully. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So but I felt It doesn't awkward. look like a thermometer. Anyway, <laughs> we didn't really talk about it. Yep. I don't watch adult content. I, I I stopped years ago. I actually did because it was wasting too much of my time. Yeah, but I haven't had that discussion. What, at your
3: peak? And I know I digress, but only very momentarily. How much of it were you watching?
2: Oh, look, I remember being single and having my first laptop, and just and the internet was really just <laughs> kicking off. I 98, like yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, I remember, no, yeah, around 99 or maybe. The two, Windows 98 was the big one. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I remember around 2000. So, how many thousand. hours a day do you reckon? Oh, just too much. I don't like, know.
3: Give us a number. Come on, just a oh, I just a remember number.
2: when I f- got my first laptop, uh, I didn't do much hours. Know, so, it was, you like 10 hours a day? No, not that much. God, Eight? I didn't have the energy. I was not. Four? If I had been 16, <laughs> it would have been that long. <laughs> It would have been ten hours. Okay, sweet. So now let's go back to. I your don't mind. know how. I don't know how teenage boys deal with it these days. Yeah, the I, access to it. When I when I was a teenager, it was magazines. I oh, literally you have rem- to turn a page. God, that's arduous. I literally remember a magazine being under a tree in a park, and people knowing where it was, like friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Might still be there. <laughs> um,
2: so did you, know it's you? a laptop
1: under a tree. You, did, so,
2: you didn't I, broach the subject with Raph. Is I didn't the, broach okay. the subject. I w- want to get some advice off people. Yes. Like, do you broach the wow, subject? The do you talk. still
3: need to have the talk? Because the there's so much information available for kids now on their phones, Oof. on the internet, through friends Me. at school. Do you still need to? It's a great question. Right. So
1: the talk does it still happen? Maybe you need to have it because the stuff that they could stumble on yes. on the, yeah, in the internet true. is
2: so wrong and and off. Like, wife did tell me what that my son's school told him, and I'll tell you that next, whether oh. that's interesting oh, wow. information. Well, I haven't
1: that's... had the chat with him at all. That very much <laughs> tells you the type of school they go to,
2: <laughs> what, how the chat goes.
5: <laughs> Today FM.
2: But right now, I watched an episode of the new uh, binge series, Ted, based on Ted the movies where the teddy bear, the talking teddy bear, is best mates with Mark Wahlberg in the movies, but in the TV series, Mark Wahlberg is sixteen. Yeah, it's very uh, cheeky.
3: They're very naughty together, and they've just discovered.
2: Yeah, the sixteen-year-old uh, wants to watch an adult video, and him and Ted mm. hire one out from the local video store. It's set in the nineties, early nineties. They get home, they put it on, and uh, anyway, it's it's. And me and my son watched that episode, and I didn't talk to him about adult content. I never have talked to him about adult mm-hmm. content. He's almost 15. Do I have the chat? Have other people had the chat? Come on. So. Yeah, about sex, baby. Tia you talk about you? from Thornley. Mm-hmm. How many teenage boys have you got? I've
4: got three teenage boys.
2: Oh, whoa. wow. So how old yes. your oldest, Tia? So my oldest is
4: 16.
2: So have you had the chat about adult movies or adult content online to him?
4: Not me as such. I'm not sure whether my husband has done that privately mm. or not. So you, um, you
2: don't even know?
4: No, don't even, don't <laughs> even know.
3: <laughs> do you want to know, Tia? Are you kind of of the belief that actually I don't need to, I've brought them up right, they can figure it out in their own?
4: Um, I'm in two minds. So they learn a lot, a lot from school and friends. Yeah. And oh. I'm kind of like, I should have the chat, but my husband can do that one.
2: Yeah, so oh, you've yeah. been avoiding yeah. it too. You're like me too. Yeah, you've yeah. been avoiding <laughs> it. <I> love <laughs> that. <laughs> do you ever and check you- their? Do you check their online uh, life? Do you ever look look at what they're looking up on the computers?
4: Oh, absolutely on their phones. Yes.
2: No, so, but you can erase history. It's so easy. Oh well. Do you, do they look like they have erased history or not?
4: Uh, no no. Oh. They're more into sporty things. Yeah at the good, moment, so that's good good, good. yeah good.
2: Thank you, Tia. Good,
1: oh. so tricky. From Prairie Wood, How old your doing? son?
4: Um, I've got a 15-year-old, and yes, we have the chat at 14. And I think, Susie, that's something that you have to do as the dad.
3: Can you tell me blow by blow <laughs> right, so how it went?
4: Yep. Uh, my husband just sort of put his arm around him and just said, this is my husband. Uh, well, I wasn't there at the time. But I was going to say, yeah, me okay, me. yep. And he yep. just said, I put my arm around him, and I just explained a couple of things to him briefly and quickly. And I said, if there's anything else you need to know, just... Just, you know, you can turn to me. Yeah. So, and it uh, went really, yeah, it went really well. Did
2: uh, It's up here on the screen that I think you might have talked to one of our producers about this. Did you say that your husband said that uh, there's unrealistic expectations yes. are set up through watching that content?
4: Yeah, definitely. So he said, anything that you want to know, just, just ask me. We want him to turn to us, you
2: know? You know what? And the, the actual school, I got feedback from my wife that my son told her that the school told him that, yes, adult content... Uh, Leads to unrealistic expectations of their own
3: performance, but yes. also
2: also what women should
3: look like yeah. or girls oh, that yeah. they're dating. That's a really big one yeah. in terms of what girls that they're going to date are going to look like yeah. compared to yeah the women I, in those I things. I feel
2: like it's a little bit like you know watching the NBA and thinking that you have to live up to the expectations. You know, At not your if,
3: under twelve. Yeah, you're not going to be able to. D. Not everyone can yeah. dunk. You know but I mean? that's if you want to. <laughs> If that's like, what everyone wants to, dunk. yeah, no, really great analogy, you do want dunk. yeah, no, I get it, man. <laughs> dunk, dunk in that, yep. Anna,
4: <laughs> hi, <laughs>
3: hi, you, okay. You've got a couple of sons.
4: Got, yes, I do. I've got a thirteen and an eleven-year-old. Now, my thirteen-year-old, I've actually had a talk with him about porn. I've my, so is my husband, and I've told him that please don't. That it's completely false. He always compared, like I compared it to as the so you compare it to what you just
2: cut out there? you The compe-
4: McDonald's, the McDonald's, McDonald's
3: ad. <laughs> oh, what the burger, the burger looks, looks like. like yeah. <laughs> and,
2: That's
4: and, fantastic. But it's all and uh, as have said, if you want to watch it, if you do want to watch it, uh, we, we um, discourage you from watching yeah. it. But if How- you do. <laughs> <laughs> However, if he does watch it, I've said to him, ago go, ask that. Oh, like,
2: God, no, you're he's cutting not
3: out. Watching, yeah, we- God
4: knows what.
3: All right, we've got. I was going to say, you know, (laughs) you can watch a more realistic version. (laughs)
0: This is the Husey Ed and Aaron Podcast.
1: Hey, Husey Ed and Aaron, uh, the Premier is going to join us to talk about the daily concerts that can now take place in Moore Park at a core stadium. And also, um, uh, up shortly, though, Aaron went to dinner with her lovely daughter and there was a little bit of a public meltdown. What do you do? The Husey
4: Ed and Aaron Podcast. The Hughie Ed and Erin
3: podcast. So I took my beautiful little girl, my five-year-old daughter, to uh, just uh, a hotel near where we live, just to, at five o'clock after preschool, just to do a little cheers to my dad because it was dad's the one-year anniversary from when we left him, and to get a very early dinner. And she just capitulated. We got a le- I got a prosecco, she got a lemonade. Spilt the lemonade, and from then on it was just downhill. And it, she started doing it over the past couple of months. And publicly, she just she gets really angry and she screams at me. And everyone looks, and I know you don't think they do, but they do. No, I'm not saying I didn't small, say they don't.
2: I didn't you're say saying that I care. It's I'm a, saying whether they care or not yeah, doesn't
3: matter. Yeah, it, it was yeah. a small room. There's probably like ten different people. It's a fairly quiet little restaurant slash bar, and we go there a lot, right? Like, it, yeah, it's it's just easy, and the the food's really good. But I just I, I you normally I can talk her down, but last couple of months I haven't been able to, and once I lose her, it's just all over, and I'm whispering and saying, please, you know, stop. People are watching like Eliza, come on, you're a big girl, sit up, you know, stop it. She gets on the floor, kicks. Yeah, full like She's not two or three, she's five. And I think that the thing that... that How often is it happening? A lot. So every The last couple of months, Uh, daily.
2: So if it's just you and her in public, she has meltdowns almost every day. And it's not like
3: other kids. I know it's really normal for kids to have meltdowns and she used to where they get really angry or they're just losing their crap and, and whatever else, but... Hers have now turned into this like anger towards me meltdown. So it's not just that she's angry about something; it's anger towards me, which really it, it hurts me. It it embarrasses me, and I know it shouldn't because I know people aren't going, "Oh, that's you're an awful mother." But when you're a mom and you're on your own, it just makes me feel that way. And and yes, yeah, so I her I'm home struggling. straight away. Just... I did yesterday. Yeah, and then she was very distressed, and then I get distressed, and I took her home and I, I said, you know. You're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to cry. You're allowed to have all these emotions, but we just, we can't do it out there because people are are paying to enjoy meals and and it's not fun for mummy and mummy. And then I get upset. Like, so I started, so embarrassing. as I went to leave, I was fine. And then she stopped and then wouldn't come with me. And everyone's looking and, you know, I'm kind of saying sorry to people as we're going, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then I kind of walked in and I was like, Eliza, come on. And she went back in and just sat in the middle of the floor and started screaming again. And I just started crying and, oh, and I couldn't help so it. Then I'm saying sorry for crying. Yeah. Well, then I went in and grabbed her hand. And then I think in my mind, I think she, if she sees how upset this makes me, then then she will stop. And, of course, she's five. Like there's no malice in her. There's no... There's no well, nastiness well, in her. She's what a beautiful
2: little girl. But what, what do people do in this situation? I need
3: help because yeah, I don't, I, I genuinely, she's I've tried to one. discipline. I've tried to um, just bring her in and cuddle her and l- like, I just, you I don't said, know
2: what to do. You said off, it doesn't happen with your. Doesn't happen with, with her, her dad at so, all. So it doesn't she, happen. She saves it for you. Absolutely. At
3: right. preschool, <laughs> the, the teachers say right. she's absolutely divine. Um, It's just with me. And I want to be her safe space for when she's angry, but I also I can't keep going because it's driving us both insane. It's not fun for her. It's not fun for me. You're for
2: any advice? Hell what I, to do? Help. What do you do when the when your kid has a public meltdown? You know what? As I said off air, and I'll say it on air because I'm not afraid of my wife. Uh, <laughs> You're terrified of Holly, wow. and so you. No, but be. I'm saying my wife. Not that she's very angsty at all. But if, if she's ever ever any angst that she shows in her life, she saves it for me. I believe. <laughs> Wow. believe and that's, that's true. So, that's beautiful because that means you're her safe space. Yeah, maybe, so maybe it's a compliment for you. That, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, but we see. Yeah, but Holly we doesn't see... do
3: it in public, does she?
2: No, nah, no, nah, not recently, <laughs> no. No, we had a, a moment at a cafe, a little while. That was, what was yeah. that to do? No, that was fine. All good. That was your so, fault. But it, did, it was people like, that was me. So... um <laughs> That one, I had a sore shoulder. So, uh, yeah, but it happens everywhere, doesn't it? All everywhere. Everyone just
1: everywhere. It yes. Come on, Lucinda. you got four kids. And what do you want to say?
4: Erin, I've got a few tears in my eyes just listening to your story. Oh. But my main thing I wanted to say is that for every like every parent out there, when it happens, you're just thinking, thank God it's not my child at that yes. moment. So it's not yeah. like a yeah. moment, you're not, you're moment where you're going,
3: you're not judging in any way. You're just like, it's a relief that it's not your that's child. That's a really yeah. good point. Because I just, especially older men, for some reason, I feel like they're looking at me going, why are you letting her do that? You're a bad mother. You're soft. You're that. Oh, I just. Oh. Yeah, that,
2: that advice, what Lucinda is saying, I always think on planes. Yeah. When another child is crying on a plane, I, I first thought is, thank God that's not my
3: yeah, child. Yeah, so true. So, no, and I never empathy. think badly of empathy. anyone else with kids who, well, actually, no, there's a few times actually.
2: All right, but that yeah, is that's right. great advice. <laughs> thank, yeah, you, thank you, uh, Lucinda. Now, Jen. your children are older now. We believe, but what they, happened when they were kids?
4: They are, and look, if you if they throw a tantrum in public, there's something going on with your child that they don't know
3: how to express themselves. Yeah. To you, but I think Erin, you're a big softy, and I think you your your daughter is like your best friend. i sometimes sometimes you have to be the mother, not the best friend. And look, I don't, I'm not trying to be her best friend, I don't think, but you're probably right to an extent. And the other thing I think, Mm. Jen, is like, you know, I, I always go back to, we separated as parents, so now she's going between houses. Is this our fault because she's unsettled? and bl- So I'm always blaming myself, so therefore I'm softer with her than I normally would be. I, I go, well, this must be because of something I've done or something we've done, therefore I'm going to be soft with her, but that's obviously not working. So the question no, is... No, you're, yeah. you're not doing her any favours. So no, doing, exactly. So,
2: Jen, are you saying that probably Erin needs to go see someone not... Eliza. <laughs> no, no. Actually, you know what? There's a great there's a really fantastic book called and it's written by a Melbourne psychologist called Princess Bitch Faith. Uh,
3: oh really? Wow. My good. god, it, that's that's so uncanny. It, it, yeah.
4: It's actually a great book because it teaches you how to deal with them when they have tantrums and how to reel them back in. That go, is
3: yeah. amazing. Because it's not helping face. her either, Jen. She's yeah. miserable. I'm miserable. It's not fun for either of I mean, us. She's so you know what? It, to be honest. Yeah, she looked really, I think really, I really content. You know what I really think? <laughs> As I dragged her out, think, she
2: was content. God, she's such a mother's daughter, <laughs> honestly. She, she
5: Today <laughs> FM.
1: Join now for the first time this year by the premier, Mr. Chris Mins. Happy New Year, everyone! Yeah. Let's Happy give you
2: Happy New Year. Give you the music. We're Front of the Daily Tally, mate. Chris Rock, I thought, has you been slapped by Will Smith again? No, it is you. And uh, you announced something that makes every concert goer happy. What have you announced for people who missed it, mate? Well, pe-
0: people might not be aware, but there was a cap on the amount of rock concerts and, and pop concerts you could hold at the Sydney Cricket Ground and the Sydney Football Stadium at just four a year, four every <laughs> Crazy. 12 months. Crazy. Uh, as a result of a Rolling Stone concert from 20 years ago where they put this arbitrary number of uh, concerts per year. So we've lifted that. There can now be 20 concerts a year in the Moor Park precinct, which means we can have more international acts, more rock concerts, Uh, more festivals and
2: more fun in Sydney, which is great news for the town. Almost once one a fortnight. Yeah, look, that
3: is good news. But Premier, you know that one of us was involved in that Rolling Stone concert 20 years ago, (laughs) the catalyst for all the problems that you've now experienced. Would you care to take a guess? Um, not you,
2: Not, it, he, not Ed's me. From the, yeah. Ed's from the eastern suburbs. Like, Ed, why would he. <laughs> what would you do, would you, mate? What did, no, you do? Premier,
0: what did you do?
1: No, I, I was working at that very concert selling ice creams and drinks. <laughs> I used to work when I was a teenager at the Madonna one, the did Michael Jackson your RSA one. Did you Rock- Ed? No. Uh, was it out of control? S- was it, it was out of massive. <laughs> it was just loud and they had they had flashing lights. And I remember at the time uh premier that there were a few residents in the $20 million uh terraces across the road that weren't happy about it. <laughs> I remember they had little placards and things on the night. And then they got their way, but it was loud, but it was no louder Chris, than any of the other ones, like the Madonna one or the U2 ones. It was no louder than any of those. So they
2: got to, it's got yeah, to be done so by strange. what what time do they have you got to be done by? No, it, was anyway. early. it was early. Yeah. Well, what to, what is the what's the curfew there, do you know? From yeah, um, from memory, I think it's uh, between ten 11? and eleven. I but, think it was you know, eleven. It was eleven. It's, yeah. a free,
0: it's a free concert as well. Like,
2: exactly, it. it's like passive smoking. You don't. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we know that you've given up all the yeah, stuff. Well so played. yeah,
3: actually, how's your health going, Chris? We know you gave up alcohol during the campaign for the election. Are you still off the booze? And have you made like any health-related New Year's resolutions?
0: I'm definitely still off it, and um, actually, interestingly, I listened to a lot of podcasts over the Christmas break when I was uh, mm-hmm. going for a run or going down right. the beach, and I heard one with Ed and mm-hmm. Mark Boris Oh, Which was is. really good It went for a long time Ed did a lot of Questioning in my forest During it But <laughs> um, It was really interesting And I heard Sort of his journey And, and oh, know,
3: He's it was sober as well Ed doesn't yes. really yes. Tell
2: people that he's sober But you are Ed so No you're... I'm back on the ice oh, good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and He only does ice crack What about the <laughs> green What about <laughs> the green that,
0: that must have been At the end of the <laughs> yeah,
1: That podcast. was at the end yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the
2: green whistle I don't know if you know That I injured my shoulder Premier But I did it It was on a, a Gold Coast beach But we had a hopper from Bondi uh, rescue on yesterday and uh, he was talking about not enough what did he say green Six-
3: whistle so some of the lifeguards have them premier if they've got a, a certificate of pain management is that right ed certificate yeah. but Husey is advocating for every person essentially in any kind of role near a beach to have the green whistle so Which that if- is a,
2: a mad pain relief yes. have, have you ever had the green whistle no no I haven't no I haven't no, didn't didn't um never sort of
0: been in that position. So sorry to hear that, Husey, um, on the surfboard. But I think that's a really good initiative. It seems to make a lot of sense to me. Uh, I wow. know that surf life saving and some of our other emergency services prioritize it, particularly for regional areas where perhaps an ambulance would take an extra long time oh, to arrive. Premier, I think...
3: you'll like this. Sorry to interrupt, but I'll forget if I don't do it now. Queensland. Guess how long the ambulance took to get to Dave Hughes? Yeah,
2: who is a celebrity, by the way. A celebrity victim. A
3: celebrity victim. Two hours. Would that that ever happen in this state?
0: Well, I mean, I'm I'm sorry to say it may, but that's just not acceptable. Is that's it? a long time taking so a dig I'm at the Queensland
3: new premier? <laughs> it's a headline. Yeah, they know that
0: you're a celebrity. I just I don't know if they, they may not have put that on
5: the
2: radio. Because <laughs> yeah, the again, lifeguard it didn't recognise him. Chris, that's yeah. All. <laughs> uh, mate, well, good luck for the year ahead. It's going to be a big year. Can you be a regular on our show or not? What's going on? To- yeah, yeah, love to love coming on. It's how great regularly.
0: Fun. So, Absolutely. Every time there's a concert at the mall park,
1: we will catch up again as soon.
5: Today FM.
1: Uh, podcast. I know you're into it because I am too. Offbeat therapies and a nude man from a film that Husey said that he needs to see more of. That's the truth. It's coming up.
2: The Husey,
3: Ed and Aaron podcast.
2: The Hughie Ed and Aaron podcast. Yeah, so look, I've had a well-publicised uh, shoulder injury. Look, it is well-publicised. Yeah,
3: I know, but you say it like it—it it happened without your very active engagement of the media.
2: Look, look, I'm, yeah, I, look, I'm a private person, but the fact that <laughs> I put. Private. Put all the photos up on Instagram. Probably <laughs> and made
3: Holly film.
2: Might no, have got the ball rolling. <laughs> yeah, but yes, it was very well publicised. Great. It's, track it's snowballed, it snowballed uh, to the point that a lot of people are still asking me about it. Partly because I'm wearing the sling, but I'm doing my best to get over it. And yeah. uh, Aaron, you helped me out because you introduced me to a centre here in Sydney that uh, that. Re- gets people to recover. I got in a, a hyperbaric chamber and I got told about how well that is done for other athletes. Yeah. Uh, this is me. Actually, some of the
3: roosters go, some of the Giants AFL players.
2: Yeah, this is me uh, entering. You, got, you can see this online. This is me entering, the, uh, lying down in the hyperbaric chamber. Have a listen to this. Hey, it's Husey here. I'm here at Rehab Hyperbaric Chamber. This is the chamber that got... A GWS giant back on the field five weeks early. Can it do the same for my shoulder? I think so. Had you had the green whistle? No, I hadn't, but I was lying down. And (laughs) and it changes the oxygen. Uh, So, yeah, your ears pop. uh, So I had half an hour in there. Oh, that's two days in a row. I did the ice baths. That was six degrees. I'm getting yeah. really good at that. I'm basically Wim Hof, that bloke. Good on <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, also, there's the infrared. You've done this before, So there's the you? infrared
3: sauna, which I've done before and do a little bit. And then there's the red light therapy, which I do most nights on my chest and on my face. So it's really good for anti-aging and, and for your skin.
2: Yeah. I talked about that yesterday. This is me talking about it yesterday. Yes. It's also a light that I'm doing it for my shoulder, but I, I did get advised I could do it nude if I wanted to and expose my uh, nether region to the light, and that would be <laughs> that would be a good thing.
3: So, so you, before we know whether or not you did, what was the good part of doing that? Like, did they explain to you? Was there a benefit particularly to exposing that part of your body to the red light? So my,
2: my man told me that if I just stare at the light, it can improve my eyesight. He said that he doesn't have to wear glasses. Where do you look out of? You look out of it. Do you of, have you... an eyeball down in your... No, no. Well, no, no. Well, that's, that, so this is overall your whole body. So it's a full thing. So I did decide to stand up and I said to him, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get completely nude here. And he said, all right, I'm going to leave the room. I said, all right. And he said... Lock the door. I said, "Okay."
1: <laughs> Casey was tempted.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: so wait, so you exposed your nether regions to the red light? So you lo- did you get nude? you go? Did you notice a difference? So I locked the door. <laughs> yeah. and I and I Beautiful. got nude, and it was, and go? I stood up, and I basically right against it. Did
3: you? Oh, I'm going to say this and delicately.
2: Did you lift the, the front package yeah. to expose?
3: Because that's what he said, isn't it? You should expose should the lift two. And, yeah.
2: But the little fellas. The little fellas front centre. Show them, yeah. Show them the light and they saw the light. (laughs) How'd they go? Did they smooth out? (laughs) I didn't look. It's hard for me. I can't really bend down. How do they feel today? Look, they feel reinvigorated. They feel rejuvenated. (laughs) Did he unlock the door? Did he? (laughs) No, I unlocked the door. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So, what I'm saying is I think alternative therapies are the way to go. Let's open it up. What are people doing? Yes, what can you do? Right. Give us, have you yeah, had tips. Have you had, al- al- like, uh, alternative therapies?
1: Have you had them? Which ones did you have? Adam, what do you love?
4: Yeah, g'day, guys. Uh, I've always been into the ice bath. How so... long, How
2: long, Adam, have you been doing it?
4: Uh, I've been doing it for almost two years. Yeah, right, yeah.
2: I've just, uh, I've yeah, just I discovered it. I got my wife into it, yeah, I tried she... to
4: get the, the couple's ice bath, and she
2: that lasted one time, never <laughs> again. So you did get her in the bath once? Yeah, one for about ten seconds, if that. You know what? Yeah. I got I got my wife to do it the other day, an ice bath, and I thought that she would absolutely lose her mind because she hates cold water. Yeah. And she was so calm. It was yeah. just wow. made, me, wow. made me angry.
1: Made me angry. Uh Talia Ooh. from uh, Mount Annan. Are you offbeat therapies? Which you, which ones have you
4: had? Um, so I've actually done the infrared sauna and I've also done Reiki. What yeah. is Reiki? Ooh, Reiki? I've
3: heard of it, but I've no idea what it is.
4: So it's pretty much like a old, like a Japanese kind of style technique, which is pretty much releasing, you know, any negativity from your body and just kind of, you know, oh. like activating things like kind of in your body, like your yeah. third eye and all of that to, to kind of, you know, that's
2: not the third eye. So, but with <laughs> so Reiki, it's, it's a hands-off thing, isn't it? Isn't it that their the hands are near your body, but not actually touching your body? Is that true?
4: Yeah, so it's yeah. it goes off like the energy, you know, energy flow. Um, I guess it's surrounding okay. your your body. Um, you know, and there's like um a lot of like feathers type used to get a away the, a the energy and. So that yeah, just sounds to me a little bit like
2: hocus pocus, like bottled water, but like you know, like just. But I don't know. well, when did you last do it, Talia?
4: So I did it last week, and that was actually um my first time. Um, because I thought you know New Year, yeah. New Me. Like, let's give it a go um you know she did say a few things which I was like oh this is a bit this um, is a bit weird sometimes i go a bit far <laughs> Yes, yeah. yeah, like you know your soul will come out of your body and you'll you know Very type good. of thing and i was like oh okay
2: i'm in the hyperbaric chamber trying to re uh, get my shoulder back together so and i'm enjoying that i've tried some red light therapy on my whole body mm. including my nether regions We'll see how that goes in the coming we days. We should, um,
3: as I think Ed was saying the other day, we've got heaps of before photos, but I'd love mm. to get an after photo of the nether
2: regions. We don't have <laughs> any before photos <laughs> of the nether regions. They are completely oh, sorry. offline. That and if is, anyone that, sorry, that was an off If affair. any of that is attached to me, it's wrong. <laughs> A lot of that's AI, guys. This is... Is the Hughie Ed and Aaron podcast? Hugh's reviews. Right. So, anyone but you is an American-produced uh, uh, romantic comedy, which was filmed in Sydney. It was filmed mm-hmm. last year. I actually was involved, and Ed said I was in the film. I wasn't in the film. I was almost in the film. You're in a very iconic scene from the movie, and you could be. We haven't looked that closely, but you were running past. Yeah, it was down by the Opera House. I'm going for a jog, and we talked about this last year. I'm jogging around Sydney Harbour, coming up towards the Opera House, and uh, there's helicopters flying above. I've got no idea what's going on. I keep jogging, and then a man just basically grabs me and says, stop, and I look to my right, and Glenn Powell from Top Gun, No, that
3: guy? No,
2: stop it. Hangman. hangman, The hottest man in the world. Is running up the boardwalk. And there I am, basically in shot. What? So that was the actual final scene of the movie from anyone oh but God. you. He was Spoiler running alert. up. I won't say what he was doing, but he was that was that was the scene involving a oh. helicopter. So it's not
3: to give it away.
2: And the opera house. Yeah. So so Sid- was Sydney there, Sweeney or not at that stage? She was stage. there absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So Sydney Sweeney is uh, a big star, American uh, woman who is in the film as well it is set in sydney uh, it involves uh, the, the two of them actually let's just play the trailers one of the trailer.
4: honey look who's here who is it my ex jonathan my parents have been trying to get us back together
5: He's like the son to us
4: maybe we should just tell everyone we're together what it would solve that problem for me and you clearly want margaret she sees her with me. She wants what she
2: can have. There's no way we can convince anyone we actually like each other. Oh! So there's a stack of hijinks in the yeah. movie. <laughs> uh, you've got... It's actually loosely based on a, a William Shakespeare play, Much Ado About Nothing. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, it is... It's a it's a lot of fun and it has become a big hit and I can see why. You don't
3: hold back on this stuff either. You have walked out of cinemas before in front of actors, directors, producers. Yeah, we had a because you haven't liked it. We had
2: a director who got really angry, and I said, "I'm not going to interview him because I I hate the movie." So, no, I mean, you know. Anyway, so uh, this is it again. It's set in Sydney. It, Mm -hmm. It showcases this beautiful city. Uh, really well. Uh, you know, I'm at event cinema in George Street watching the movie and one of the scenes is filmed right out the front of the cinema. You see the light rail go past. And That's like, so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And, and
3: there's some great big Aussie actors in there as well. Yeah,
2: Rachel Griffiths and she plays an American, does a great American accent. Mm-hmm. She, she used to work, live over there, didn't she? So. She did. My favourite, Brian Brown. Uh, he is a big part of the movie, Brian mm-hmm. Brown. He's a big fan of Aaron's. We know that. and yes. he, he does well...
3: A, I say he's my favourite, but I might have a new favourite
2: now. Oh yes, right, yes, you're right because we're about to speak to someone yes. else. Yeah, so Brian Brown does a great job. The movie's fun. It's about to earn a hundred million US. So that's a mad, oh, that's, that's a big huge. hit, and it was, it's a film that didn't start off big, Ed, but it's actually grown over the weeks, has not it?
1: A hundred percent. Though Initially like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. But a week after week after week, it's actually climbed the charts. It was the fourth most popular film in America over the last weekend. It's heading towards a hundred million dollars. You're desperately trying to associate yourself with it and yes. it's getting... It's both fun and sad. It's more and sad, be- Ed, I'd say. Yeah, definitely yeah, more sad. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. And up shortly, you're <laughs> going to try and now suck up to. Oh, this is so
2: sad. Well, a man who is uh-huh. a big star in no, the film. I'm, actually, as well.
3: I'm happy for you to suck up to him. An
2: Aussie guy who another one of our team. Just has- say it. Just what? say it. He's what? the next Chris
1: Hemsworth. He's blonde, he's tall, mm-hmm. he's buff, and he's as hot as hell. Uh, and you want to get in now. Well, Ed,
3: you actually were not here when we discovered you're in the toilet. Nick. Mm-hmm cast this man in his first role, our button pusher, Nick. What? Like 10, 15 years ago. You saw his potential.
1: Saw his potential. Oh, did you sure all of it? <laughs> there we go. I know Nick. I <laughs> know <laughs> Nick. That available, is available on the dark web. All right. That, he... He joins us next, is he? Is he yeah, agreed to it? Down. Oh, my goodness. On. That's yeah. next. Today FM. See that
5: in Today FM.
1: But we're still in the midst of a Hughes review. Uh, Hughes, he's sadly and desperately
2: trying to associate himself <laughs> with a Hollywood film that was filmed uh, locally. No, I'm actually really proud of Sydney, the city, for uh, featuring so heavily in the new rom-com Anyone But You, which has become a worldwide hit. A movie that is actually growing at the box office over the weeks, which is unusual. No, normally it kind of comes out with a bang and then just slowly tapers off. But I'm
3: more proud of the Australian stars who just, well, annihilated it,
2: essentially. They were so good in it. They were. One of them was our next guest. His name is Joe Davidson. He's a Gold Coast local who absolutely blitzes the film. Welcome to our show, Joe. Hey, hey guys, how are you? Hey, Woo, Joe. Yeah, Woo-hoo. Thank you so Woo-hoo. much for coming on. We're so excited to have you on. <laughs> now, mate, you oh. you started your career, your career. Th- Neighbours was that your first uh, sort of big break?
5: Yeah, that was the first official uh, project that I worked on, but did heaps of, you know, student films and kind of things that don't go anywhere before that. Actually, we
2: need to mention that you actually were cast in a music video by our man Nick, who pushes the buttons for us, Joe.
5: What what music video? Mate, I reckon it was for an artist called... Casey Barnes. It was uh, when I was at film school on the Gold Coast. I was going through some old messages the other day when I saw your name pop up. I recognised it. I saw your photo oh. and we had a bit of back and forth and we got you on set for one of those days. Oh, what was what was the what was the music video called? I don't know. I'll have to do some... <laughs> obviously <laughs> meant a <laughs> lot to you, Joe. <laughs> 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 or to Nick. The whole thing <laughs> sounds funny, Joe.
2: Joe, you play opposite Glenn and Pat. We play opposite a number of massive stars, including Brian Brown and Rachel Griffiths. To Aussies who smash it in this film as well. There was a scene early on where you're the love interest of Glenn Powell's ex-girlfriend. You're actually in the shower. You're naked, and Glenn is there with you. This is – we actually – the only thing we could get – this was recorded from a cinema where someone sneakily <laughs> actually recorded from the cinema. Just have a listen to this. Australia.
5: What do you reckon, eh? How are you finding it? I oh, know. It's great. Mask goes on about you all the time. A ripper <laughs> he calls you. Marvin, Ripper,
2: good <laughs> now, mate, you're very nude in that scene. There was quite a bit of nudity. How are you and Glenn go together nude? Uh, pretty well, actually, yeah. No, we, uh, yeah, we, uh, I mean. Uh, it's yeah, a weird question, know.
3: Joe. I'm really sorry a about a that. It's <laughs> a tough question. <laughs> no, well, it's, a, it's a
2: really fun movie. Your part is fantastic. There's no doubt about that. You also you spent a fair bit of time with Sydney Sweeney. You're spending time with her over the last couple of days ago.
5: Yeah, yeah, because I'm from the Gold Coast and she's um she's up here shooting uh Ron Howard's new film. So we um yeah we've met up here and I've taken her for a tour, shown her the uh, the waterfalls, the beaches, and um yeah just. She's kind of just being a tour guide.
3: Oh, I love that. Uh, it was so funny when she was on uh, doing a promo for the film a week or so ago and spoke about the fact that all the Sydney swans had slid into her DMs. And I, I need yeah. to know, was she tempted by any of them?
5: Oh, mate, mate, I mean, she didn't tell me if she was, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know.
2: Now, mate, there was there's a lot of. I mean, you're brilliant in the film. Uh, Sydney and Glenn Powell are brilliant in the film together. There's there's been rumours about the two of them hooking up. Can you elaborate on that at all? What do you know?
5: Uh, no idea. Like, I've, I've actually got no idea. But um, I think uh, I think it was all marketing because um, I know that Glenn was going through a breakup at the time, uh-huh. and um, in an interview, Glenn said um, uh, that Sydney came up with the idea. Hey, why don't we lean. Lean into this, and I did hear them talking about it on set, saying, "Hey, let's lean into this um, uh, to promote the film." So I think it's just really smart <laughs> marketing by Sydney yeah. and, and and Glenn said he would never be able to come up with something like that on his own, but
2: nothing is brilliant. Um,
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they'd do anything. They're pr- both very loyal to their to their partners. Well, that has ah. absolutely
2: worked. The film, you'd be must be rapt about the success of the film and how it's it's sort of grown over the weeks. So Are you super excited about it?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it says, well, when I was making it, it felt like a magic film. So, you know, when it came out, I I, I really enjoy seeing it. Like, I've seen it 10 times now and I stand yeah. at the ed- <laughs> end of the cinema, I go, hey, guys, thanks for coming. Oh, really? And yeah. I, yeah, yeah. And every time I watch it, I see something different because there's so many different characters. Yeah. You get to just look around the screen and kind of see something different happening each know. time.
3: Well, we've probed your co host's love lives. Uh, I think Ed described you as a next Chris Hemsworth. Well, it's actually That's mentioned
2: it. in the film. There's a line about you being a Hemsworth yes, in the film, right. isn't there? B- okay. Bitch Hemsworth, I think bitch it is. Bitch Hemsworth.
3: <laughs> I love that. Uh, tell us about you're a 32 year old from the Gold Coast. Next big thing, potentially. Uh, what's on. your love life situation, oh, Joe?
5: Well I don't have a uh, yeah, I'm not with anyone at oh this moment. Oh yeah. This is yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Ladies. I, I, had, I had a girlfriend, yeah. I had a girlfriend um, ah, um, during shooting, but then um ah, but then yeah, so what's, straight straight
2: after a single.
3: Have you yeah. experienced a lot of extra attention? Like are the ladies lining well, it's, up? It's
2: just come out, yeah. so it's just become a big hit. So how uh, is it going? But um, I
5: mean, uh, I don't know. I'm still single, so I guess it's not working very well. Is
2: that part? Oh, all right? God so, hang on. You said you've seen the film 10 times and you're at the exit as people walk out of you. Is that a surprise? Have you done it surprise style?
5: Yeah, yeah, always, always a surprise style because they don't know who I am. No one really knows who I am. <laughs> and then um, at the end of the film, yeah. So so they say. Usually they say um, when when we introduce the film, I oh, will let Sydney introduce it because no one's going to know you until after the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
3: I was going to say you'd always want to meet them after, not
5: before. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm kind of still like a nobody unless you've seen the film. You you don't really know who I am yet. But it's uh, that. you know, growing, growing. But
2: mate, after you've seen the film, you know. Definitely, who you are, and as we said, it's a—it's gonna hit a hundred million US. Did you get? You wouldn't have got much money to do <laughs> nah, the film, did you?
5: No, nah. no, nah, nah. I was—I was like a, a little nobody in the film, but um, uh, you know, I was probably the least well-known person. But give um, us an idea film, of your, your little salary. Yeah. Did you get What'd fifty thousand like, or less? Oh, I, I think I got like um ninety percent of the box office. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Naked, so. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, <I> think- <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so of the 100 million, I should make about uh, 90. <laughs>
2: well, that's great news. Good on you, Joe. This is the Husey Ed and Aaron Podcast.